0: Welcome to a special edition of Muse Views, the podcast for the Muse community. Muse is 40 years old and we celebrate by visiting with those members who have participated and led the organization over the years. Enjoy these memories. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, TJ Temple. Thank you for joining us today. Today, I'm pleased to welcome a guest that is helping us celebrate 40 years of Muse. Join us as we talk to Barbara Carroll and learn about her experiences with Muse. Barbara, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you first became involved with MUSE.
1: Well, it goes back a little bit further than MUSE. I just wanted to uh, give you some details of my background and then talk a little bit about MUSE, if that's okay. That'd be great. Yes. uh, I am a 1965 RN hospital trained grad from Chatham, Ontario, Canada. Uh, I've had a long career, frontline critical care over 24 years, and I've worked in 13 hospitals across Canada. And in 1977, I moved to Kelowna, British Columbia, and was employed in the intensive care, coronary care unit, and the hospital is now 511 beds, and it's a regional hospital. In 89, I was hired into the hospital information systems department to train and support and to implement order entry plus all the clinical modules. That was 34 years ago. In 1993, I was working in HIS and I was moved into the community to the health unit to implement a Meditech patient information sharing with home care, continuing care, mental health, public health, and child and youth. And our telco, BC Tel, put in fiber optic cables from the hospital to their building to allow for all the printing and, and information sharing. Now, that was really early days, working with the (laughs) community outside of the hospital walls. And I did present to the Muse Conference about that project. And most were absolutely amazed we were doing it in those days. I retired 24 years ago in 98 and then was talked back into coming back to do a project with Meditech and J.J. Wilde in Red Deer, Alberta, because they were looking to put in a province-wide solution to information management, and we wrote a final report regarding that. I was working for Dr. Dwayne Zelm, and he was the one that talked me back into that, that work. Uh, Duane was a very early adapter of Meditech and a very strong admirer of Neil Popolardo, Meditech's founder, um, from 1968. Dwayne said our role was to provide healthcare and Meditech would write the computer code. He was very <laughs> passionate about patient care, and I like that. One of the best things Dwayne did uh, for Kelowna General was to hire Alan Sherbinin, our chief report writer and systems analyst. He was a genius in making useful reports and okay. providing information that enhanced patient care. Muse is very lucky to have him working with them now. Absolutely. Muse was critical in my role. I attended six or seven international conventions. The hospital, um, my contract with colleagues gave me confidence. I could troubleshoot. I could innovate. I was inspired, and I could effectively do my job. I knew we would be successful. I knew the software would work in a clinical world, and Muse worked best with Meditech staff supporting user groups.
0: Well, that's great thank you so much Barbara for sharing that it's it's kind of an interesting fact that Alan started out as an NPR report writer not too many people know that so we're getting a little dirt on Alan
1: oh he was amazing because <laughs> we were able to get reports between community and hospital because mm-hmm. we were moving people like early maternity discharge to home and we were all connected so mm-hmm. they would ask a question that related to hospital and their thing and he did all the stats for it, and it was it, he provided incredible. He was really, really incredible because he had a strong clinical background as well. Yeah, no, yeah. And we're still good friends.
0: Absolutely. Well, do you have any uh, key memories from any of those international conferences that you attended that you'd want to share with the group?
1: Yeah, one thing I do remember, I remember we were complaining to, to Dwayne and we went to the um, one of the Boston conferences and we were complaining to him that why do we have to keep retyping? And and we had all these these little keystrokes that we had to repeat over and over and over, particularly when we were loading up the dictionaries. And he had one of our little techies write a software program. It was called a big add-on. And what it did was you would push one of the function keys and it would put in about 30 or 40 or 50 keystrokes and it would automate that entry. Now, I'm sure that's all part of the system now, but at that time, we were all just typing and typing and typing, (laughs) and we presented it to Meditech, and they were blown away. So I remember that particularly, and I also remember going to Phoenix in the Phoenician. That was a wonderful venue, Mm -hmm. but so many opportunities to meet with people from all over internationally that helped you do the work that you were doing and gave you ideas and we exchanged business cards and we just, you know, everyone helped each other and it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great. Everybody that I've interviewed as part of this kind of 40 year celebration, it comes back to that central point of, you know, peer interactions and, and relying on each other and, and, you know, getting ideas from from other users. And, uh, and that's still what Muse is about today. So that's pretty, pretty interesting.
1: Well, also, our doctors that we worked with, and they were key in all of our successes. They accompanied us, and they attended, and they were quite excited about meeting doctors from all over that had almost the identical things. The thing that I think is so wonderful about the Muse organization, it was so clinically based. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone that I met had a hospital background. They weren't technical people, particularly but their first concern was health care and mm-hmm. patient care. So what are you
0: doing now, Barbara? Are you, are you fully retired now? Or you still have your hands in some projects? Or
1: I'm fully retired. And <laughs> I, what I'm doing right now is uh, working on my father's diaries that he wrote all his life. And I'm trying to put together a, um, a story of our family's life. And uh, oh, wow. my father wrote in a diary uh, all his life, every day, and my grandfather did as well, so wow. we have sort of got all that done. And yeah, so I'm I'm working on that. It's it's a big challenge, and I'll be 80 this year. Oh wow! So that's pretty exciting too. <laughs> so I'm retired, <laughs> yes. but yeah. but I I follow what goes on, and yeah. um, and I'm I'm writing letters all the time, and uh, I'm always making suggestions uh, mm-hmm. about how things can get better. Yeah.
0: Good. It's glad I'm glad to hear that you're still involved. Even if you're not at the bedside, you're still offering opinions and and looking for ways to improve healthcare.
1: I don't envy those that are at the bedside now. <laughs> so Barbara,
0: thank you so much for your time today and thank you for all your efforts towards Muse over these many years and and thanks for sharing your great stories with us and best of luck with your father's and grandfather's diary project. That sounds like a, a very interesting project.
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> it is. And I just wanted to say happy 40th uh, birthday to Muse. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much.
0: Great Muse memories. You can enjoy this next interview too. Today I'm pleased to welcome a guest that is helping us celebrate 40 years of Muse. Join me as we talk to Cam Shams and learn about his experiences with Muse. Cam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, TJ. So tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us how you got involved with Muse first.
2: So uh, I was working at uh, Memorial Hospital in Modesto, California in 1983, 84, and we selected Meditech. And a group of us thought that it would be good to have an organized user group. And so I uh, I was privileged and had the opportunity to join Muse in 84, became a board member, from 85 to 88, precedent from 88 to 1989. And that was the beginning of my journey with Muse from the user side. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then after success with Meditech, I launched a, a software consulting and value added company in the Meditech space. And as a Muse vendor, I was involved with Muse actively. From 1989 to two thousand ten and then I handed my company over to my brother, who still is involved, actively runs it, and I sit on the board
0: wow that's great so you've you've got a perspective from uh, both the commercial member side and the facility member side yes and starting in '84 that's that's quite the uh quite the time with Muse. So I'm sure you have a ton of memories. So share some memories with us about maybe it was a, you know, a conference that, that you attended or a, a presentation or some, something about your time on the board. Just share any memory that you think the listeners might enjoy.
1: So in
2: terms of conference, you know, I have so many memories, you know, what was the hot topic, what were the concern of the users, but in terms of conference and memories, even then Muse rotated between the United States and Canada. And so we would have national conferences, and we would have regional conferences across both the countries. And it was just a privilege to visit different parts of the country. And over time, you meet the same people and become like a family. And, and you, you experience the cuisine, the culture. Uh, you attend the conference during the day. You have the meals in the evening. You have all these events that Muse does in the evening. And, you know, it really enriches your life. You're professionally growing, but also personally. You don't realize the impact it makes on you until you look back and reflect and say, "Oh my God, how rich my life has been because of all the people I've met through this uh, to this uh, organization."
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, if it you know the the core value there is is that networking and peer interaction, and that's 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 lasted forever. So and it continues today. So that's great to hear. Yes. So you said that you had given your company over to your brother. Um, Are you retired now, or what are you doing with your time?
2: So as I stepped back, I wanted to give back. I wanted to give to society. You know, life has been good. So I started a Shams Family Foundation under the Dallas Foundation, which is a charitable organization. And initially, we focused on teaching English language in poor parts of the world. And then in the last about eight years, I've been fortunate enough to do tie-ups and, and, uh, and MOUs with universities in the US and in Europe. And as we speak currently, we have 82 students studying bachelor's, master's, or PhD, half of them mm-hmm. in computer science at North Macedonian University in North Macedonia and Europe. So, so the goal is to give back. So that's one major thing I do. The second thing I did was uh, about 15 years ago, I got involved with mentoring, and that led me into it. as a startup thing came. I help people launch their own businesses, their startup. I work with Dallas Entrepreneur Center. I am also actively involved in Europe, so I have a home in Europe. So I work with Startup Lisboa, Startup Portugal. So that's basically what I do. Uh, is I want I want more entrepreneurs. I want more, you know, job creators besides job seekers. I think the new mm. world needs that. And so those are the two things I do.
0: Wow. Wow, that's, that's very honorable and, and pretty neat to do with your, uh, with your time. So that's great. And your company continues to serve Muse members and, and Meditech customers as well. Is that correct?
2: Yes, they do. The company you know, has been blessed to be in this space. Uh, it's very interesting. I, you know, When you had sent the email, I was reflecting. And I remember when I was on the board working with Meditech, you know, our challenge was to move from dump terminals to PCs. Personal computer didn't exist, let alone iPhone <laughs> and, and where we are with internet. So, and we only had, you know, limited financial applications, no clinical. So we were collaborating with Meditech and encouraging them to build them. And so, you know, and we, we always comp- tried to complement and add value to what Meditech did based on the feedback we receive from the user community. And this happened at the conference. If you don't go to the conference, you cannot get the (laughs) feedback. And the personal, you know, emails are fine, but there is nothing like personal feedback. Looking at the eyes of the user when they said, look, we need this and can you help us? And so that has been what has continued the Sharps group. We've been around for now 35 years. We Mm. may be the last original vendor still standing <laughs> with Meditech. has been a great right. journey and it continues to be a great journey.
0: Wow, that's great. Well, thank you for sharing that. So as, uh, as we kind of wrap up here and Muse heads into their 41st year and beyond, do you have any best wishes or, or kind of last comments?
2: Well, I, I would say my best wishes to, to I call the Musers. So this is to my Musers, that you are a unique breed, of dedicated innovators. I see the musers as a very special user group, our uh, users, and what I think we need is more musers who would become entrepreneurs. So we yeah. can solve some of these complex healthcare problems faster and make the world a better place for mankind.
0: Awesome, well, great. Well, that's a great challenge out there, Cam. I, I appreciate that, and we very much appreciate your time today and, and your volunteering to Muse and the Muse community all over uh, over all these years, and and what an impact you've had on the uh, on the environment and the Meditech space and in, in general. So, thank you so much.
2: Thank you, T.J. Appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to Muse Views. Don't forget to rate and follow
0: us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast fix. And visit museweb.org to join the podcast forum and for information about Muse.